All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello. How are you today? This is DJ Garcia, the treasurer of the town of Wilton, New Hampshire. Hey, and the the re-elected treasurer of Wilton, New Hampshire, and I am the still ongoing deputy treasurer, Deb. Well, that means that you've accepted, and I didn't even have to go through the hubbub that I did last time right. of asking you and right. you know, feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, and you, you were. I think at one point you made a Flintstones reference about Barney Rubble, and I don't even know. <laughs> I don't remember. It was funny, but. I'm glad that I got reelected. Thank you all very much for your votes, uh, and I'm glad that you're going to continue to serve my deputy role. Uh, today is Wednesday, March 18th, Wednesday. 2020. Wednesday. What What happens? I thought it was always Tuesday that we did this. Typically, yeah, but I, there there's a lot going on uh, just outside this the, these walls. Uh, you know, the the everybody I'm sure is aware of the coronavirus or COVID-19. They've re relabeled it, so. Basically, people are being asked to not, you know, get into community situations. Um, restaurants are being closed down or restricted to takeout, delivery, curbside, pickup. I actually just got an email right before we started recording. Apparently, we're, we're going to be allowed to sell alcohol to go now, which is every state regulates its own alcohol. Uh, New Hampshire has always been an on-premise consumption, and then it's a separate license if you want to sell alcohol to go. So now the governor has said, hey, I know I kind of cut your legs out, so we're going to let you sell alcohol to go now too. So maybe the bars can reopen up now and just have people drive through for tequila shots. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, I hope there's, there's a plan. Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. Maybe they just want to sterilize the virus out of everybody yeah. with lots of Patron. But we're, we are on a remote town hall location. Right. Again, you are just constantly giving back to the service of this podcast, to me, to the town of Wilton. So we are at your house right now. Yep. We're sitting in your living room looking around at your, your beautiful home uh, and you have all of your decorations. I'm sure a lot of these traveled from Iowa. Yep. So, and you got some stuff from New Hampshire, old homes days right on the wall right there. <laughs> so you, you really have, have decorated this place well. Um, and I appreciate you hosting us. Um, and But yeah, it is Wednesday. It's kind of late in the day too. We usually do this kind of in the morning. I mean, it's almost five o'clock right now. Um, but we are recording our podcast March 18th, 2020. And just as a quick disclaimer, uh, we're here as individuals. We don't represent any person, place, party, uh, anything. We're just here talking about, you know, freedom of speech and, and talking about what we think people want to hear. Yeah. Uh, just an accessible way to kind of consume the information that's happening because people watch the news and they, they, they might not understand what they're hearing. So maybe they understand it from us because we're funny and entertaining and slightly good looking and all the other things. Yeah, great. I have great gray hair. So we we have been since March 7th. Um, there's been a lot going on in our fair city. Sure. Town. It's, I guess it's not, not our fair city. city. It's, yeah. it's, it's our fair town. Um, we had school district meeting on March 7th. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. And there we were brought forward with a $13 million budget. And the voters did an amendment to that budget and took it down to four, took it down 411,000, not down to 411,000. Sure. silly. Yeah. And there was lots of you, if you were at the school district meeting, there was lots of very interesting votes going on. Really? And it was kind of confusing. DJ had to work that day. So 
I was letting him know, and it's like, oh, an amendment to this, and then wait a minute, now we're voting on this, and then we had to vote on this again. So there were, I think there were three ballots, because we voted on the amendment, discussed it, then voted, we didn't vote on that, then we went and voted on the whole budget, Mm. the $13 million one, and then we came back and voted on the amendment. I think that's what happened, but somebody will correct me. Yeah, so why did that even happen? Was it just that nobody really had a good direction of it? Um, I, I, there was lots of stuff going on because the, because it was a full house. Yeah. And um, I don't, you know, and I'm sorry, I don't have that number with me, how many voted. Um, mm. Sarah Spittle would know. Um, it, it, it was a full house, yep. and... Um, very, very interesting. It went on for five hours. Oh man. Five hours. It's about as long as the town meeting was. Town meeting was five (laughs) hours too. And, (laughs) and so 10, so 10 hours and then, and then all day elections when they happened on the 10th. Yeah. So it was people that went both to both of those, which at the, um, town meeting, I turned around and asked, okay, if you were at the school district meeting yeah. on Saturday, raise your hand. Yeah. And there was a lot of people that go to those things. And there's a lot of people putting in their time and listening and yeah. putting themselves out there because they're, you know, when you raise your hand and vote for something, ballots are kind of easy. But but um, when you raise your hand Everybody and sees. vote yeah. no for something, mm-hmm. particularly the vote no for things, they see and, you know, you can't, which, again, that should be our right to sit alongside somebody. And you and I didn't vote on everything the same. No, no. We see things very similarly at times, but we, we have our disagreements, you know, and we've discussed that at length at this podcast, how, you know, there's so many differences between us. You're from the Midwest. I'm from New England and I was born in the Southeast. So there's just lots of things yeah. that change people along the way, but we didn't, we didn't agree on everything. You're right. Right. Uh, so, but the, so the school meeting, but we went, agreed it was fun. It was mostly fun. Yeah. I didn't like coming late. So I was yeah. a little angry about that, yeah. but that has to do with private life stuff, private yeah. life stuff. Uh, but so the meeting, the, the, the school vote was, um, amended and turned, brought down 411,000. And so at that point now, it's up to the school board and the superintendent to make adjustments based on what the taxpayers are willing to fund. Uh, so if you have input on those things, you have to make sure that you get to the school board meetings, which there was one last night that neither one of us went to again because, you know, the, the, the virus okay. situation and people are being asked to avoid community situations, uh, self-quarantine if you're not feeling right or if you are actually ill. Uh, so that happened last night and we weren't able to go and participate, but there will be plenty of chances in the future. And you can at the SAU, S-A-U 63-N-H dot org website you can get you can find your school board member that you would like to correspond with Mm -hmm. um um, i would say correspond with in in email to a school board member that you know Mm -hmm. maybe not go through the superintendent sure um alex laverm was elected um last night as the chairman of the school board so um you know, that's that's who you should talk to. And everybody has to get creative in this time right yep. now because it is kind of a panic, not panic, but um, high-tensity situation where people don't want to contract this virus. So 
all these boards and committees are having to get creative with how they communicate with the public because they're asking them not to come. That's what happened at the select board meeting this past Monday. They had asked the public not to attend and they were, you know, trying to set up uh, phone conferences and email questions. And I actually don't think any of that even got going um, for, for that meeting. So all these committees and boards are having to get creative. So definitely check out the SAU 63.edu or .gov. S-A-U-63-N-H. N-H. Dot .gov. Dot org. Dot org. Okay. Yeah. S-A-U-63-N-H.org. And uh, definitely make your opinion and your thoughts known to the school board representative that yeah. you select. The chairman is Alex uh, mm-hmm. Laverne, and he would be happy to share your thoughts with the rest of the board. Yeah. Um, just a quick thought on that, too, is that I employ a couple of high school students and they had actually asked me why just on their own in, in, a, in a high schooler type way 16 year old boys had said why did the town cut our school budget and now we can't have middle school athletics and i was like i mean i there's been no specific cuts suggested or proposed this is for fiscal year correct 2021 right and that's what i tried to explain to them and they didn't have all the information but what they did tell me was that that information was disseminated to them by teachers uh so i don't know if they're trying to you know create some kind of situation where they want to have the kids share the info with the parents and then the parents come to the school board but Mm -hmm. make sure you're informed that's really the underlying point here is make sure you're informed if you're a taxpayer these are all your dollars and all your decisions Mm -hmm. call that the double d your dollars and your decisions Mm -hmm. there you go uh so after the school board meeting, then Tuesday, the 12th, was town voting. Uh, so that is where all you folks who are listening to this, I hope. Uh, it was actually Tuesday the 10th. Tuesday the 10th. We have a lot of dates looking at us over here. So Tuesday the 10th uh, of March is when the town voting was. So I was on the ballot uh, for town treasurer, and I was reelected. I think I got 378 votes, so I'm pretty happy about that. I think uh, last year I got in 254, so a little uptick, but I did have a – I was running against somebody last year versus this year as unopposed. Uh, So, you know, I'm I'm pretty pleased with the turnout. Uh, There was also some other votes, uh, or contested races even. So the select board had a contested race between Kermit Williams and Ralph Bushman. Uh, And what were the results of that? So there were 522 voters that cast their... For that seat. For that seat. And so Kermit got 265 and Ralph got 257. So that's a difference of eight. Eight. And, and And that was counted three times. Three times they counted that. I stuck around for the first two votes. Uh, and they, it was so close. They weren't sure. They counted three times to make sure. And the results from the entire election actually didn't get shared with the public until Wednesday morning, like 745. You and I were on the phone. I, you were the first person I thought of. I said, have you heard any results? You're <laughs> like, no, I'm like, I'm going to call Jane. I'm going to call yeah. Sarah. I'm going to call somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually showed up and counted the votes, um, that night. I usually do that. That's one thing that I try to do every year. So I've been counting votes since. 2015, actually, almost every election that happens in town, I go down. So at this point, I think I'm a vet. You know, I mean, I I, I tell people, you know, this is how you should do it, and they listen to me. Yeah. Some don't, but um, at this point, I feel like I'm a vet. I think I'm next year. I'm going to make a shirt that oh, says, yeah. "I've been, I've done this before." Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> been there. Done. <laughs> uh, so, but yes, I did count, um, and there was no results. I ended up coming home at a little after ten. 
there was no results yet at that point. And then they did get shared uh, Wednesday morning around 7.45 a.m. So Kermit and Ralph's seat was decided by eight votes. And then there was another contested race for the school board. The school board. So Matt... I don't know how to say his last name, and Jim Kofalt were, okay. and Jim got 247, and Matt got 216. Okay, so, so and I think Jim is either a state rep or has run for state rep in the past. He has run for state rep. Run for state rep. So he is a gentleman who is uh, involved regularly um, with the town, so uh, he could be somebody who you could start reaching out to at their website yeah. to share your thoughts about the school board and the direction of our uh, school district. So that is the voting that happened. Um, thank you to all the volunteers, which was actually you, Deb. Yeah. You're there again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love to do that. Yeah. I love to. And 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 so that was just the very beginning of this Virus. coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, even at school district meetings, Sarah Spittle, mm-hmm. the the what's she called the oh I had it I had it on the tip of my tongue keeper of the She's the, oh, the, the supervisor of the checklist. That word, yeah. that word. There's <laughs> we have a lot of things up here on yeah. our little whiteboard, so yeah. to speak. And um, she had gloves and wipes, and there was Purell everywhere, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Um, at school district meeting because yep. it was just in in the uptick of all of this, sure. and then on on Tuesday we had all of that also, yep. and then at town meeting, if you got to go to town meeting. And got to see DJ do his Clorox um, <laughs> microphone wipe. It was yeah. it was it 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 was great. lightened the mood. A it bit. lightened the mood. Yeah. We needed to do that. Yeah, and and so at the town meeting, we were both there. Um, so the town meeting was so we're closing the door on the town election, which okay. we just shared. But the town meeting was then that Thursday night after voting. So uh, you and I were both there. And there was a lot of Warren articles. A lot of discussion was a little lower in attendance because the, the, the CDC, DHHS had already started saying, hey, this is starting to become a, an issue with this virus. Everybody should consider staying home if you can, avoiding public situations. So we did see a little bit lower uh, attendance than I thought maybe in the did past. Did you see that? So on our town report, um, our, on the front cover are some of the pictures from um, Wilton Old Home Days. Mm-hmm. Did you see that our our Boston Post Kane mm-hmm. recipient, the oldest voter in Wilton? Yeah, he was at he was at the town he was at the town meeting. Coronavirus be damned! Uh, exactly. Oh, he's <laughs> such a less. You're such a sweet guy. Yeah. So he, he he was there. He was actually sitting right in the row over from us. Uh, so, but yeah, there was a lot of Warren articles. We've discussed those at length leading up to the, the town meeting. So we covered a few of them. Uh, the fire chief position, the, the article that was passed for that, it definitely brought a lot of discussion out of the room. Uh, I went up there a few times and spoke about it, but it did pass. It did pass. Um, but where I will... With, with no amendments. No amendments. There was one proposed initially by uh, the chairman of the budget committee, and Carrie that was, Hughes. that was to wait a year and mm-hmm. have a group get together. Yeah. Right? So he wanted to form a committee and, and actually at the budget hearing, which I was present for, which was a couple of months ago... There was a lot of discussion about this warrant, and, and the budget committee had was afraid that it might not pass the voters. And so Kerry had offered the amendment that he did that night at town meeting to 
kind of aid the fire department in getting kind of a, a you know a middle ground if you will to not necessarily getting a full-time fire chief but still getting some support needed mm-hmm. to make that position more viable so but that was defeated the room actually responded very favorably towards the fire department i don't know if they brought their supporters and then due to the other folks being home and not necessarily wanting to come out and put themselves in harm way but the room was very supportive of, of that amend yeah. or that warrant uh basically from jump don norris is the uh interim fire chief right now he gave a great presentation done tons of research it was a visual um slideshow uh so i don i know you're listening so yeah. great job up there great job. it was it was i mean you nobody was left with really any questions yep. um but i was uh so i went up there and i had said you know the type of money that this individual is going to make, which Don was nice enough to Don Norris was nice enough to share what the real impact would be a potentially like the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And he showed a number of over a hundred thousand dollars a year between benefits, salary, uh, 401k contributions, you know, all those things. And so I had gotten up on the mic and said, you know, I'm a small business owner. If I were to close my business tomorrow, coronavirus be damned but if i were to close my business tomorrow i don't think i could go to the private sector and make that kind of salary uh so and i think that a lot of people are are feeling that way i mean that's a lot of money Mm -hmm. you know even in today 2020 even that is one hundred and ten thousand dollars is a good bring home wage so um i still am in favor of forming a committee and outlining what the requirements are to make a salary like that. You know, is it just a bachelor's degree? Is it a master's degree? What kind of experience do you have to have? 10, 20, 30 years of experience? Do you just have to have been a fire chief before? You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of questions. So, you know, one of, one of, one of the things that Don talked about was, um, so with our high school students, that um, in, in our school district book, only one of our graduating seniors has taken that fireman's fire two firefighter one fire cer- one yep. certification and certification and um I think only one as I'm looking at this I should have had that information but he said that that's something that that fire chief could be working on mm-hmm. and and you know I mean these I, I think that would be good I think that it'd be good to have that class you know if that fire chief is bringing them down during you know right after school or something so that was that was something that made that um a little bit more important to me because Mm. we do need to be having more firefighters our emts you know our police so we need to get we need to get our students involved in that because they've grown up in these hills you know it's it's not like iowa yeah i mean it is hills and forest and now it's actually um, high risk for fires. Yeah. So, and which is which has been our fire department's response to the coronavirus. One of their responses is besides getting themselves ready and making sure that they're safe, is um, there's no fire permits now because they do that. Our our volunteer ambulance, our firefighter department, um, they do that on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So it, they're not doing that now. Is a way right. to decrease people coming into the fire department and that risk that they're passing that on to one of our firefighters. Yeah. And 
you know, it, it's true, everything that you just said, but I think that volunteerism is slowly declining and has been for decades. Oh, and well, our population in New Hampshire is declining. Declining, yeah. And I'm sure Wilton isn't, you know, excluded from that. You know, where the census is going on. Census Central is down at the library. Another thing that you are part of. Deb uh, is working on the census, so get to the library if you need to. Well, the library is closed, well, but sure. you will be getting in your mailbox. You will be getting you will be getting that census, and we'll talk more about that. Yeah. Is it's it's been rolled out? You can actually go on to the census twenty twenty and do your census now, right now. Mm-hmm. But um, wait till that comes in your mailbox. Mine hasn't come yet. We're kind of this committee. We're kind of like go ahead and do it or wait. And I'm one of those that wants to wait because this, so that, because the library is closed now for till who knows. Yeah. But I mean, you know, volunteerism is declining and Wilton, you know, we need to, we need to start making some investments in our infrastructure, in our departments, um, moving towards the future. So this, um, fire chief position, I think, is well warranted. I think the town needs it. Um, so we just need to understand the requirements of that person, and hopefully they can bring a lot of value to our depart- department. And I'm hopeful that with Don, Don behind it and that yeah. team, that command staff um, that's down there now, that they can really share all this information that's needed uh, for the taxpayers to make way in and make the right decision. Yeah. Uh, other items that were so I I got a raise uh, in, in my my stipend or, or the the treasury got a stipend increase I got up there I was kind of being silly um, but the, again the room responded you know I mean it, it's really one of those situations where it's like a popularity contest in a sense if you can get folks to vote for you and then then you get raises I guess I uh, I got a raise I got a you got, is, you is got actually paid a hundred is that a hundred percent raise or a thousand percent or ten thousand percent raise I think I it might be ten million zero to one hundred dollars yeah and, and something so you guys know that i love doing fundraisers and stuff mm. one of the fundraisers you see around town is the pto is doing the shoes thing oh, so yeah? they're collecting shoes so my stipend when i get it when the when the treasurer writes my checkout <laughs> it's later in the year you know, <laughs> that's what i know it comes late <laughs> but i have committed that to the shoes to give oh, to the pto awesome. shoes so yeah that's yeah, that that's awesome that you're gonna do that. Once again, all these things you do just tirelessly giving back to this community. You're you're a great citizen to have here, Deborah. I love Whitney. I love it. <laughs> uh, so the the town meeting, you know, great turnout. It's really a sight to see. Not every state does town meeting. Uh, so, you know, it's awesome that we get to be part of it. Um, not even every town in New Hampshire sure. gets to do it. Yeah, I don't even think Milford does, right? They just put yeah. everything on their ballot and they just vote yeah. it through and that's what happened. So, uh, you know, town meeting was, was quite the event. It did go late, 11, 15, 11, it was late. Um, but, you know, it, it's quite a sight to see. So next year, make sure you mark it down in your calendar. It's early March and just be ready to go because it's, it's a good time. Uh, moving from that, so the... Sarah Spittle uh, with the coronavirus, she has really put made an effort. She even spoke at town meeting. She's made an effort to uh, try to help folks that are in need in town uh, due to the limitations that the coronavirus has put on people to be able to get uh, supplies, medications, transportation, um, anything really. Anything. She's, she's created a site called Wilton Cares uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. So and, look for Wilton Cares. Yep. Community response to COVID-19. And basically just, it's 
tons of information. It's restaurants like mine that have been limited by the the government uh, to not do dine-ins. So we're moved to carry out only curbside deliveries, things like that. So it's a, it's a long list of folks that are doing that. Um, it's a place where you can go for help with certain medical problems with you know, needing supplies for your home, mm-hmm. just the compilation and people in the community are chiming in and they're offering their help and services. So it's really great. It's something that the town didn't have. So hopefully once this virus dissipates, that it'll turn into just Wilton cares, not a response to a virus there you go. and people can, you know, just keep this going. There you go. And that's something that we'll have more details on that. Our next podcast mm-hmm. Um, because, um, which our next podcast, we might have a guest in next Tuesday. Yeah, that'll be before the checks are signed, version two, or episode two. So at town meeting, we were approached by uh, Ashley Sari, who writes for the Monadnock Ledger. She kind of covers our town generally. And so she came up and, oh, she looked starstruck. I don't know what you saw, but to me, it seemed like she was in in the presence of greatness between you and I. And she had had asked if she could write a story about us. And then like, what? And then Deb right away jumped in and said, you should come on our podcast and be our next guest. So we might actually have her come on. She had committed to a date, so we'll just have to see how things develop with, yeah. uh, you know, the yeah. the health situation. Yeah. Um, and if I'm comfortable, if you're comfortable, and she is too, then I think we can get together and and do it. And I mean, obviously, you're willing to open up your home yeah. for for folks. So, yeah. uh, I I think that it's going to be exciting to have Ashley come on. Um, moving forward from here, so we all kind of have to get through. I mean, me, me particularly, you know, because like I said, that the, this this virus has really affected the restaurant industry, mm-hmm. um, and me, you know, owning a restaurant, it, it's really caused us to pivot um, from what everything that was happening. We're supposed to be getting into our busy time of year right now, with the days getting longer and the weather getting warmer. And uh, I did some research this morning. There's almost 15 million people that work in the food service industry, um, and I would guess as an estimation that about 80% of them lost their jobs yesterday oh. uh, because the, the government has basically said no dining. Uh, so servers, bartenders, bussers, hostesses, hosts, hosts, yes. Um, none of them are employed right now. Uh, so there's going to be, you know, just a, a ripple, a domino effect from this that's going to hit the area um, and who knows what's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to do everything I can to not lay off any of my employees and if I can find some way to use my business's good name and, 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 and the equity that we've built in the community to try to offer more jobs to people that have been displaced, then that's what I'm going to do um, because I've never been in it for the money. I've always been in it because I enjoy serving people, um, interacting with people. I've always just been a jolly, you know, hefty guy that likes to cook and eat. So um, that's the perfect kind of person to be behind a restaurant. So. I'm hoping that, you know, I can have the good fortune to be able to offer jobs to people that have been displaced and make a difference in our area. So please go and support your local business. Doesn't matter if it's a restaurant, an artist, um, um, daycare, whatever it may be, just shop local, shop at home, shop in Wilton, um, and keep, keep it up. So where are we at on time? Uh, we're a little longer than we usually are, but you know, it's, it's warranted because there's a lot going on. There's so a lot going on. we can on. wrap it up. And I, do, well, I just wanted to say something. Um, so we have a lot of students that 
are at home now too. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, when I think of high school students, they need they need things to do. So now would be a good time for you to look out and see if there's anything that we need students to do too mm-hmm. to get them in, and and I I would ask my student my student to volunteer, but you know, giving them some kind of cash would be yeah. good too. But I just look at downtown and just like it would be a good time to beautify things. Yeah. And not gathering in large crowds or social you know, space. Social space, Neither. but but you look at our downtown and it could use a little spring, sure. especially if this weather's going to be nice. So I just that's when I wrote that down. That's one thing that I'm mm-hmm. going to put on that. Awesome. So keep your heads up. Um, this is not going to be the end of us. We're going to come out better on the other side. I know it. Um, and I appreciate the vote of confidence at voting. And I appreciate you hosting us here today, Deb, My pleasure. at your house. Um, and so the last thing that we always say is that no taxpayer dollars were used in the production of this podcast. And we intend to keep it that way. Uh, we will take sponsors, though. If you want us to plug your business, we'd be happy to, to entertain that. So, uh, But no taxpayer dollars at this time are being used in ever. Uh, so with that being said, we'll see you guys next time. Um, and stay safe. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.